0: Everyone, welcome! Welcome to No Pills, No Hunger. I'm so glad you're joining me. This is Robin Wong, and I hope you're having a great day. I just got back from uh, several days on the Colorado River rafting down the Grand Canyon. Uh, it was pretty spectacular. The Grand Canyon is beautiful. If you ever get a chance to go see it from the top or the bottom, I've been done both. Uh, it's just um, nature at its best for sure. But uh, so we spent we spent several days. All four of our children were there. My husband and I um, and uh, took them. One of our children finished up college, so we were doing a family outing. We which typically what we like to do is bring everybody together and have an experience to mark an occasion like that. Uh, and um, it was it was pretty fabulous. We had uh, you know some pretty cold, windy weather and. Uh, flying in a small plane into this uh, location was sketchy and thrilling to say the least. Then we jumped on a raft and uh, that was thrilling, but here we are. But what I want to talk to you about is while we were on this trip, uh, the guides cook for you. Okay. And we're on this trip with, you know, roughly 20 other people. We are a group of seven, 20 other people. And so they cook for you. And, you know, we had Told them in advance our dietary restrictions being um, plant based, and so they were very concerned about it. And they always had options, and told us to you know bring extra snacks and that sort of thing so we could uh, stay fed, which we did, which we didn't really need uh, you know too much. They had things we could always find, but you know you get meeting people, and they start telling you about themselves, and then when they ask what you do, and you say I'm a dietitian, I work with type two um, you know, people with type two diabetes and they want to tell you about their health, which I'm always interested in. And they also know you notice you're eating different because people are telling us, Oh, this is, this is the veg. This is, the, you know, the vegan stuff. And this is the non-vegan stuff. And so then people kind of ask you about it. And so who's an opportunity to talk to them about them and educate. But what I really found interesting was that many, um, not many, but yeah, there was quite a few actually that, that were either uh, type two, had type two diabetes or um, were pre diabetic. And <clears throat> what I noticed is that they were taking meds um, and felt like those medicines uh, were really their ticket to salvation almost and, and longevity. And, you know, I didn't share my opinion unless they asked me, which is like, no, that's really not the case. And, um, you know, some people asked for more information, which was great because I'm always about educating others just really felt like it long as I keep taking the pill. I can keep eating the food. And what this is this, what I want to talk about is the food. So, um, you know, uh, I'm trying to think, you know, of course they had bacon and eggs uh, one, one day uh, and people, you know, Piled up on that, they had uh, French toast, and they had um, you know potatoes with a lot of oil in them. Now, in in and of themselves, those things wouldn't have been something to avoid. It's just how they're prepared, right? So, what I realize is, and this is across the board, is that it's really hard for people to not prepare foods with oils, and the oils are what really um, you know add to the um, you know. Intermyolar um, and the, the fat buildup in your muscle cells. Okay. That is the cause of type two diabetes. And so when they're taking their medicines, they're really just treating the symptoms of high blood sugars. And so, you know, I've talked about this at length and I just did a really great interview before I left um, for my, uh, the summit that we're hosting um, with a fellow and he talked really in depth about insulin resistance and about this exact thing. So the summit will be happening in, happening in um, June, but I'm also having a webinar where I talk more about it. So you can learn more about that in a couple of days if you sign up for my webinar, the links in the show notes, or you can go to my Facebook page and find the link to sign up um, to save your spot for that. But what I want to talk, so I really got thinking about this, um, about why is it people think, you know, meds are so good for them and going to really in- increase their longevity. And is there any research around that? And so I did find some and I wanted to share it with you. So you know I'm a big fan of uh, di- Dr. Michael Greger. He has nutritionfacts.org and he research he does all the work legwork for you about research. And of course, there's definitely a plant slant to it, right? The guy's a plant-based diet guy, and that's right up my alley. So that's definitely my bias as well, because we know it works. Okay, because we know it's it it helps reverse your. Your blood sugars and it attacks the root cause, right? Unlike other uh, meal plans and other uh, diet patterns. And so, in this particular video, and it's a really easy to consume uh, video. Okay, so I'll put the link in the show notes, and I would really encourage you to go watch it because it talks about um, do diabetes drugs, you know, lower the risk of death. And what he found is that you know we know type two diabetes. that puts you at an elevated risk <clears throat> of a number of serious health complications. And I've talked about those, uh, you know, cardiovascular disease, uh, premature death, uh, blindness, uh, kidney failure, amputations, uh, you know, fractures, frail- frailty, depression, cognitive decline, all those things, um, you know, put you at a higher risk when you have type 2 diabetes. And so what he looked at was this study where they took – 10,000 people, men and women, with uh, type 2 diabetes, and they randomized them um, in a control group and and then also in a non-control, you know, where they gave them medicine. And they put them on an intensive blood sugar reduction um, meds, up to like five different meds, okay, to lower blood sugars. And they're really trying in this, um, you know, we know they're not treating the underlying cause, they're just really treating the symptom. And they're really trying to lower their blood sugars back to normal okay, Um, and so, uh, and what they found is that they actually, it increased mortality, so there was more harm associated with um, an increase of death, and and that kind of outweighed the benefit of taking these medicines, because they they weren't, weren't, even if they were successful in bringing the blood sugars down, it didn't help these people live longer, okay, and so, and part of this was, they might even put them in insulin, um, you know, injected insulin. And, you know, that we know that there's some risks that come with insulin injections and that's, it, it promotes, you know, atherosclerosis and it promotes obesity and even worsens retinopathy. Okay. Um, you know, in, in insulin activated pathways, promote aging. So this, this is based on this video. You need to watch it because he cites the, um, the studies in there, if you want to read read them more directly, this is kind of a synopsis of it. Um, and so insulin therapy may promote the, the inflammation in the lining of our arteries, and so that's kind of what where the atherosclerosis comes in. And so what they found is that trying to normalize people with type two diabetes, normalize their blood sugars to you know six percent or less, might be not be good for them. might not be prudent because it increased the risk of mortality. And so that's why I think often if you have type two diabetes, you know, your doctor says if you can get it to 7%, your A1C to 7%, that's, that's, you know, a healthier range. Um, So, you know, these trials, the thing, interesting thing about these trials is they relied exclusively on um, drug intervention and they didn't include any um, lifestyle or diet change. Okay. Um, They just, you know, they were basically relying on the drugs. They didn't look at weight loss. They didn't look at exercise or anything. So then then this in this video that Dr. Gregor does, he goes and talks about another study that was done in 2013, where he found that lifestyle intervention was done and they're focusing on weight loss, okay? And, um, and to see if it could reduce cardiovascular disease. And what they found is that it did not. It did not reduce, um, you know, the, the, um, the risk of cardiovascular disease because they were really just focusing on weight loss again, which you're told to lose weight and get physically active, but you know, they're not changing the foods actually. So you're still eating the same crummy food. You're just eating smaller portions of it. And again, so the weight loss does help with your blood sugars but you're, again, you're not. That's a symptom. You're not getting to the underlying cause of insulin resistance. So if you haven't ch- changed um, to eating foods that you know help your root cause, then you're not going to um, really change the outcome of your type two diabetes. I hope this makes sense. So, um, so what we, they found is that you know if you want to really because what, what was happening is if you're eating uh, foods the same. Crummy foods that are high in saturated fats and oils. You're not changing your cholesterol um, levels. You're not changing the unhealthy LDL cholesterol number. Okay, and that's clogging your arteries, which leads to cardiovascular disease. And so, um, yes, you might lose weight and lower your blood sugars, but you're not you're not helping. You know, heart disease, which is the number one um, disease that really ends your life when you have type two diabetes. So just know that. So I would really encourage you to uh, look at this video if you're interested to know more about it and read the research. Um, But what they did find is when they put individuals on a healthier diet, like a plant-based diet, that they could see improved um, reductions in blood sugars, also in body weight and in your cardiovascular risk. Okay, That's the beauty of the plant-based lifestyle is you're lowering your cholesterol level and you're getting rid of, you know, you're definitely improving and lowering that risk of cardiovascular disease. So it's kind of a one-stop shop. You you eat healthier foods and you get all those great results. And in so doing, you live longer. Okay. And this is the thing I really wanted to talk to people about. It's like, yeah, you're on these medicines and you're you're moving around more and you're doing these wonderful things, having fun, you know, being outside, enjoying your life, but you're not changing, you know, the foods that are causing the disease of type 2 diabetes. And if they had just, you know, cut out the bacon and cut out the eggs and cut out the oil of the potatoes, you know, they could have been doing all those same things, but actually really helping their diabetes, um, reduce and get better. Um, and so, but people just find it really hard and I don't know because it's habit. It's just habit. I mean, so some people are like, wow, your food looks really good. It's like, yeah, it's exactly the same as yours. It had a little more oil in it than I would have normally cooked with, but you know, we kind of like, okay, we're, it's three days, we just make do. We were completely full. We were, you know, um, not sluggish afterwards because we're eating healthier foods. And also we're in the moment, but we're also planning for the future. Okay. What do we want to be doing in the future? We want to be doing this more. And, you know, what I see with these people is that, you know, on this trip is that they they want that. They just don't know how to get there. No one's given them the information. They just have given them the medicine. Okay. And when they, a lot of them got the information and it was like, oh, I, I had no idea. It's like, yeah, I know your doctor tells you to lose weight. But they don't tell you, you know, the nuts and bolts of it and really how to do that. And it's like changing the food. So I hope this makes sense. Um, you know, I, I know it, I've told you this before, but sometimes it takes you many times. If you listen to any of the uh, interviews I did with Teresa it took her a lot of time to keep hearing the message before she actually took action. Okay. And it took her a lot of time to really see the results and get off the diet, the multi-diet treadmill, so to speak, and just really make these dietary changes of of the food she was eating to really see the results that she she longed for and, you know, really change her weight and change her blood sugar, change her energy level. And it was all about the, the the food she was choosing and she was choosing now she's choosing plant-based foods and it just changed her life. And so I hope if you haven't listened to those, go ahead and do that. If you want to learn more about insulin resistance and how it affects your diabetes, join me on my free webinar that's happening um, on May 26th and I'll put a link below. You can sign up. I'd love to have you there. And just, you know, so you have the information and then you can choose with all the information what happens is you're giving, you're giving a very narrow choice of meds or no meds. And it's not really, neither one of them are really great choices. You know, I mean, if you take no meds, your blood sugar is going to keep being high, but they don't tell you if you take no meds, you need to change your diet. Okay. So you can have the results you want. All right. So just know that. So I hope this helps. And as always keep choosing plants. I hope you have a great day. Thank you for tuning in today. I know there's about a million ways you can spend your time, and I really do appreciate that you spent some time with me. Thank you. If you got something out of this episode and know someone who would also appreciate it, make sure to share it with them. We are all trying to get healthier in order to live well, and you can show them you care about their health by sharing these messages. Want to start improving your health today? One place I like to start with clients is breakfast. Since morning habits are the easiest to build, that's why I created a guide called Three Breakfasts to Lower Blood Sugars, which includes easy, delicious recipes for my favorite meals to start the day. Pick it up today for free at page.nutritionwithrobinrdn.com forward slash guide, or click the link for Three Breakfasts to Lower Blood Sugar in the show notes. Thanks again, and see you in the next episode.